Ken Forrester, Executive Director at Momenta. Welcome to our Digital Thread Podcast, produced by, for, and about digital industry leaders. In this series of conversations, we capture insights from the best and brightest minds in digital industry. They're executives, entrepreneurs, advisors, and other thought leaders. What they have in common is like our team at Momenta, they are deep industry operators. We hope you find these podcasts informative, and as always, we welcome your comments and suggestions. Good day and welcome to Momenta Digital Thread Podcast Series. Today, I'm pleased to host Dirk Ramhorst, former Chief Digital Officer and Chief Information Officer of Wacker Chemie, a $6 billion revenue German-based chemical producer employing over 16,000 people. Dirk has a long track record of successful digital transformation leadership in continuous process control companies. He held the role of CDO and CIO at Wacker Chemi since 2017. Prior, he served as Chief Digital Officer at BASF, leading the digital transformation of the world's largest chemical producer for nearly eight years. Prior, he served as Chief Knowledge Officer and later SVP of Industry for Siemens. When he's not transforming the world's largest industries, he can be found organizing the world's largest annual sailing event, the Kieler Week in Kiel, Germany. Dirk, welcome to our Digital Thread podcast. Thanks for inviting me. It's a pleasure to be here. And a pleasure to have you. I've long looked forward to this interview because there seems to be an awful lot of information relative to digital transformation of discrete industries, but never enough around process industries. So I'm looking forward to this interview. I always like to start with a general question, and that is what you would consider to be your digital thread. In other words, the one or more thematic threads that define your digital industry journey. Thanks, Ken, for this question. What is my digital thread? I think the process industry compared to these mentioned discrete manufacturing industry is a different animal. We run 724. It's highly automated. Nevertheless, it's still about all the people. It's about the transformation of the organization. We have very long-lasting assets in the process industry. Some of them are running for the last 30 or 40 years. So it's about generations of people, but generations of machineries and plants. And I think this is the biggest threat. When I think of digital transformation of industries, as I mentioned, there's an awful lot around the discrete industry, if you will, discrete manufacturing. In fact, because, of course, you've done a lot of your work in Germany, much of the imagery of Industry 4.0, when you think about it, often reflects things like robots and automotive production lines. If I go back to your time at Siemens and when you transitioned to BASF, You were both uh, chief knowledge officer at Siemens for a while and then the SVP of uh, industry. What attracted you to BASF or should I say the continuous process space? And what were some of your largest surprises? Actually, it was a customer relationship. So SVP in industries was serving the German industry market as a service supplier, so to speak. And BSF was one of my customers. And if you once have visited a chemical plant and the term that is used for a plant in this context is many times verbund. So the inbound outbound relationship of different plants in terms of heat from one plant is taken as a catalyst in another one. So the whole assembly of different plants in one ecosystem in this verbund with highly integrated perspective 
this is very fascinating. And so this was my perspective. Of course, when I started, it was purely about the IT project business, first of all, and there are not too many differences between discrete and process industry. And then I came closer to the core business, which is then the process industry and the, the differences in between these industries. And this was a tipping point also to start the digital journey of this industry. I'm now in this industry for 13 years, and even my next steps that will follow in summer will continue in this industry. And this is very challenging also from the perspective of topics like sustainability. So is the industry part of the problem or is this part of the solution we as the humankind are facing? Yeah, especially the chemical producing industries. They certainly are both beneficial and vilified at the same time, much like uh, oil and gas, one might say, generally too. So you took on the chief digital officer role at BASF in 2013, which I find really fascinating because that was really a relatively early time for such digital leadership roles, especially in the process industries. What was your remit in this role and what were some of your key wins? I mean, first of all, it was a pioneer role, so to speak. It was a role of discovering a new horizon, a new continent, if you like. And it was very much about being an evangelist in order to explain what is digital about. It was not like implementing things. It was by kind of understanding digital technologies like artificial intelligence, like laying out a cloud strategy with edge components because of this 724 perspective of the running plant. It was about understanding the potential of IoT. It was about bridging production IT, so-called OT, into the IT world. And it was about understanding potentially new business models in the same space. So, but it was about really, like I said, it was about laying out the perspective, laying out the strategy, laying out the idea of what could digital mean. And this has changed. You mentioned that my last engagement was with Vaca Chemie. This was a couple of years later, and the focus there was very much on execution and implementing while my BSF role in 2013 was really this pioneer role. Some of that might have been both the time relative to, let's say, best in class for digital transformations in the market. As you said, it was your BSF role would have been more exploratory in essence, mm -hmm. because you were early on there where things by the time you hit uh, Vacker in 2016 probably were a little more established, but I would still say they're very exploratory at that point. I'm curious, because when you went to Vacker in 2016, not only did you take on the chief digital officer role, but also the CIO role. So the combination of those is interesting. Typically, I'd personally define CIO's remit as keeping the lights on. And the CDO's really is digital transforming of the organization, the product, and the processes. So in essence, one of those roles is about minimizing disruption, and the other is about creating it. Assuming you see the perspective as fair, how did you manage both remits in one role over five years? So traditionally, I would fully agree with what you said about the CIO role. I um, mean, coming from the past, the IT was purely seen as a cost factor. It was exactly like you said, some kind of organization that keeps the lights on. But in order to enable a digital transformation, you need different species of IT. 
Therefore, I led two transformation in VACA. The one was the digital transformation. And the second, more the prerequisite for the first one I mentioned, was the IT transformation. In order to establish an IT shop that is seen as a business enabler, as an enabler rather than a cost factor, and um, personally, I see also that in this specific industry, I can talk about process industry, these two roles belong together. So it's a new species of a CIO. And for example, if you look into the industry, like in companies like Henkel or Covestro, just to name two, they have established the CDIO role. So they really combined the two roles even in one title. And I was a kind of role model for this with two titles, <laughs> two different roles. But like you said, there, there have been a lot of synergies. It's interesting. I hadn't heard about this CDIO role. And in some sense, uh, in the U.S., you tend to see the separation of those roles, again, along those various remits. So there's something to be said there because IT, at the end of the day, is the enabler for so much of digital transformation. It's the catalyst, if you will, that helps to create that. And digital transformation is largely many times around the change in business, the business processes, if you will, that's there. When I look at your peers, the first movers in digital industry like GE created central organizations, usually taking on the subtitle of digital, if you will. Some, of course, have been more successful than others. To whom did you look for inspiration on your own journey and how did you organize for that success? So first of all, I looked into two pillars. The one pillar is a kind of network of corporate partners in order to understand, for example, Microsoft's role in, in this game, but also ABB, Schneider Electric or Siemens. Because being close with production means also you have to talk to those suppliers in this space from an OT perspective. So this is one ecosystem, but of course, also SAP was a major partner in this game. The second, I would say the more innovative pillar of this strategy was to look into a startup ecosystem. And so I worked very intensively together with a handful of venture capital companies in order to really gain momentum with very early innovations, not mature innovations in terms of 10,000 times deployed software, but really bringing, let's say, our problems, our challenges on the table and get solutions with totally different fresh thinking that you can find in the startup space. That's pretty interesting. As you know, Momenta is effectively a venture capital company in that we invest in digital industry startups. And so we find that the relationships with strategics as BASF and Vacker would be considered is really valuable and many times underrated in terms of the ability to help grow those companies or better yet define their product market fit mm -hmm. many times as well. So you were very forward looking and reaching out directly. And that is something we've seen with some of your peers across you know, all of digital industry in terms of chief digital officers. They always have an outside in style innovation strategy that involves looking at not only the technology providers in the market, as you did benchmarking yourself, but also the potential disruptors in the form of startups that are there as well. So kudos for yes. having done that. Yeah. I noted as well that you really did quite a bit of thought leadership work in Industry 4.0. How did you apply Industry 4.0 principles in your digital leadership roles at Vacker and BASF? First of all, it's a very big title, Industry 4.0. So it's about many technologies that you can bring to the table. We have called them prerequisites enablers. 
But at the end, it was about applying those prerequisites and enablers in concrete use cases in order to really overcome specific challenges in, for example, supply chain, in production. I mean, in the American term, or understanding supply chain could include production. But for me, in this context, is supply chain is logistics, including head, head over to production, but really overcoming specific challenges in the production, for example, I mentioned earlier the term of Verbund, this very highly integrated connection and connectivity between different parts of one plant, but also on one side. And for example, energy management, optimization of yield, those things have been part of this story. And it was about also applying the digital strategy, not as a separate entity to the corporate organization. It was always about making the whole organization becoming more digital. And in this context, we, we used a central team within the organization as a catalyst in order to develop showcases. We can call them lighthouses or we have called them lighthouses. And from there, we then went into deployments. But lighthouse means also that some of those things failed. And we have not started a big implementation because we simply were not able to showcase the benefit of what we're looking for. You'd mentioned earlier an ongoing and perhaps heightened perspective of sustainability as an example, mm-hmm. especially the industry. You've no doubt seen the next level of thought leadership from the EU Commission, which they've termed as Industry 5.0, which personally I'd define as Industry 4.0 meets ESG or Environmental Sustainability yep. and Governance. So in essence, putting productivity goals on par with what I would consider planet and people ones as well. How do you see this expanded vision of industry changing how you would digitally transform a company, especially a process industry? I think it's a game changer. It's a game changer of putting the right actions or the right activities in this right game. I mean, we have a gameplay in front of us. And you always have more opportunities than you have resources. But this perspective of combination of uh, Industry 4.0 with the challenges that we as a society, as a humankind, facing with ESG-related topics is something that is not only becoming, it is already a game changer. What I mean with this is it's about the war for talent. So it's about really finding the talents. It's about understanding how you can showcase a certain impact in terms of environmental things. And it's also about your role as an organization in the society. I mean, and here specifically with the challenges or the changes we all have faced after the, I mean, we're still in, but hopefully soon be after the pandemic uh, years of COVID is a huge disruption of ways of working, for example, under the umbrella of new work, for example. And some of the people in society have been able to participate in this change. They have been able to work from home. But if you look into manufacturing, it doesn't matter if the street or process manufacturing, people still have to come in their shifts. They cannot work from home. They have to work in the chemical plant 724. Uh, we run five shifts a week in order to serve 724. And so it's about us in terms of the corporations to make sure that uh, new work is not something that is splitting the society from those that can benefit in a different way of working rather than those that stick to the old 
part of the game. And I think here we all have a challenge ahead of us. Yeah, I like your perspective of seeing this as a game changer. So you mentioned earlier on that you're preparing for an even larger digital leadership role in the process industries. Given your extensive learnings in the prior companies and really this time you've taken to reflect on on next steps, what do you envision as your 100-day plan going into this company? So first of all, it's understanding the business. So it will be my third chemical company, but uh, compared to BSF and Backup before, it will be a different type. So I will spend the first almost two months most likely only with the business to really to understand the business and then develop in early summer my IT and digitalization responsibility coming from the business, which is very important in order also to develop, like I said before, also transform the IT also to a business partner compared to maybe what I can take over there. So this is definitely perspective. It's about building up the networks within the organization. I'm a very strong networker and going into a new context means I have to build up a new network. I'm already working on this. And then, of course, when I really take over my role, it's really assessing what is going on. I mean, it's not a green field. It's not a digital green field. In IT, they have done many, many things. Assessing those things, combining those things. And it's like becoming the chief conductor of a new orchestra. All the musicians have virtual skills in order playing their instruments. But as a new conductor, then you have to come up with something new. And this is part of what I'm looking at in the first 100 days. It's a good analogy, actually. If you think of, well, originally we'd say byproduct of any organization is the data. I think GE very early on talked about the real value being many times mm -hmm. the, and the products that you're producing or services you're providing become almost secondary in nature. And so in some sense, data is that common element the music sheets, perhaps, everything else really corresponds to that. So I like that analogy. So in closing, let's talk about your other leadership role, Regatta Chairman for the Keeler Week, a role mm -hmm. you for almost 18 years. And as Ed mentioned, I mentioned up front, uh, the largest sailing event globally. It's hard for me to believe because it's so close to where I live in Switzerland, yet I've never had the opportunity. Tell us a bit about this event and this passion. Yeah, actually, it's really about passion. It's about my attitude to make things happen. And while working in large corporations, sometimes takes a while. Making things happen because people tell you why things might not work, why things haven't worked in the past, etc., etc. The Kiwi is a 140-year-old event. And um, I have to correct you, I lead this now for the seventh year. I'm involved for 18 years. But leading this means I, during a period of nine days in the last week of June, I have up to 500 volunteers that show up in Kiel to make things happen. And you will really never find a discussion why things might not work. You might always have a discussion in attitude of what do we have to do to make this happen? And also in the last two years of the pandemic, we conducted a Kiel week. Not in June, we tried to find another window which gave us more or better preconditions, which was in September. But this year, we really planned for a very big Kieler Woche in September. And yeah, it's the world's largest event. We have a couple of thousand boats, a couple of thousand participants, more than 60, 70 nations showing up. It's also a large culture festival, which is not part of my responsibility, but this is the third largest culture festival in Europe. 
So it's a big festival, big party in a certain way. And this attitude of making things happen, this is what gives me in my digital roles in business, in the process, a lot of energy back. And this is a win-win of both roles. Yes. In fact, I can certainly see the uh, conductor role again coming out in that yes. uh, lot of uh, parallels. And that's interesting because so often while we separate what we call work and life, especially more so in, I think, in Europe and the U.S., and often the most interesting things we do transcend both of those things, right? And certainly playing conductor for a transformation of an industry or the world's largest sailing event sounds equally challenging and rewarding at the same time. So, well, Dirk, thank you for sharing this time and insights with us today. Thanks, Ken, for inviting me again and see you in the last week of June in Kiel. Absolutely. And by then, hopefully we will all get to understand this next big step that you're taking in your career. So congratulations on that. Thank you, for sure. So this has been Dirk Ramhorst, former Chief Digital Officer and Chief Information Officer of Vacker Chemi. Thank you for listening. And please join us next week for the next episode of our Digital Thread podcast. Thank you and have a great day. You've been listening to the Momenta Digital Thread podcast series. We hope you've enjoyed the discussion. And as always, we welcome your comments and suggestions. Please check our website at momenta.one for archived versions of podcasts, as well as resources to help with your digital industry journey. Thank you for listening.